Hello, my name is Taina Evans, and I'm here at Quincy Street Residence with Ray Washington. Correct. Today is June 13th, um, and we're going to talk about our Brooklyn or Bed-Stuy neighborhood. So, Ray, what would you like to, to share with me? Well, I moved into, a, uh, first I was, I was born in the Cumberland Hospital, which is no longer, uh, um, and we lived at 167 Navy Street down by down by the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Uh, I was told by my mother that I was very uh, entrepreneur because at that time I would have a shoe shine box and, and shine shoes for the sailors that would come in. And that would be the way that I earned my milk money. <laughs> so, uh, and in previous times we moved around. She was a single mom, me, her, and my sister. And uh, we moved to bed -Stuy. We moved. Uh, we moved to Albany Projects. What year was that? Um, um, the year kind of fades me, um, and then we moved to uh, we moved to about two or three places in East New York, and then uh, then I came back to Bed Stuy. Uh, inside of Bed Stuy, I work with Bed Stuy Restoration. Uh, they have a they have they had quite a few complexes that they were building. Um, and the one right across the street from Bed-Stuy Restoration was their token, uh, was their token complex. Uh, I didn't know anything about being a superintendent at the time, so I had to learn, you understand, as I went along. But I come to find out that uh, my place was a primary place for them to show. Uh, uh, it's a little run down right about now, and uh, even now, some people ask me to come back. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm up in age right about now, so it's not feasible. Uh, what was the cross street? No. Um, well, you have uh, Fulton, Fulton in New York. Mm -hmm. You have Fulton and Marcy, mm -hmm. and Fulton in uh, Verona, mm -hmm. right? Uh, this complex was made, was, was put together, where it was uh, no interest on the, on the main street side. Uh, you can go in on Verona or Marcy. Uh, in the back, we had three barbecue grills which we kept active. Uh, we had a very uh, community neighborhood right in the back of the, in, right off of Fulton Street. Um, the buildings consisted of uh, one complex in, in each building, two duplexes. Um, no, two duplexes and one, and two, stu two studios in each building. Um, uh, it was it was it was very enlightening at the time because at that particular time, I was learning while I was with the hands-on learning, mm -hmm. and Brooklyn was more or less. Uh, I mainly knew Fulton Street quite quite well because uh, when I was a kid, my, one of my uh, cousins used to. Uh, I used to go there and spend the weekends over on Fulton Street, and back in those days, there was more more um, restaurants and stuff. And you get to see a lot of people coming into Brooklyn, uh, Brooklynites, I guess they call it, you know. Um, and uh, we would look at the cars and how they would dress and, say, and pick out what we would like to be. Me and my cousin, that's me in 10 years, that was me in five years. What's your favorite car? At that time, my favorite car was the Eldorado, you know. Uh, you know, it had that, uh, they had that song out, Gangsta Lean, you know, and you know, you had your certain images at that time. You know, but uh, uh, my cousin, my aunt worked in a restaurant just just below her apartment, 
And uh, we used to lean out the window and watch them come in to get her, her fabulous cooking, you know. So it was uh, pretty good. And then uh, uh, in my later years, then I went to work with Restoration. I began to see, you understand, uh, I met and, 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 uh, and mingled with uh, Alvan uh, quite some time, you know, at different functions, you know, and uh, kind of moved up in the, in the, in the, in the, through Restoration as being one of their best supers, you know. So uh, I, guess, I guess the moral to this whole thing is, is that you never, never limit yourself. You can always learn, you know. So when an opportunity comes because you don't know, don't, don't shut it down, you know. So um, you learn a lot with your hands. Did, right. did, did you go to school in the neighborhood? Or My anywhere? education, uh, I went to, I went to uh, John Marshall 210 in, in, uh, in Bed-Stuy. I guess, I guess that would be Bed-Stuy. Um, uh, Buffalo, I believe it's Buffalo and Ralph. Right, I'm not sure the address too tough, and then uh, from there I went to, uh, from there I went to Thomas Jefferson High School. I wasn't much of a book learner, you know. I was more or less, uh, as they would say, a vocational person. You know, if you can, if you put a tool in my hand, I could build. You know, you know, as far as the academics, you understand it, it kind of lulled me to sleep. You know, and uh, which is not to say is a good thing because both do you need both especially as being a, 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 a black man in this country, you know. And uh, if I had to do it all over again, I would do both of them, you know, but uh, at that particular time, it's, uh, it's about what serves you at that time, you know. Uh, at that time, we had a lot, a lot more factories, you know. Um, even Restoration itself used to be a milk company, you know. I believe it was Sheffield Milk Milk Company, and then they converted it into Restoration. You know, so you know I've been in Brooklyn. I couldn't say all my life. Um, I moved out of Brooklyn maybe one time, and that was when I got married, and I moved to the Bronx. That didn't work out too well, so I moved back to Brooklyn. You know, and that's that's my history of Brooklyn. <laughs> Is there any other um, landmarks that you that were something else during your time that you can recall? Oh, there's. I believe it, uh, I believe there was Peel's Brewery. Uh, was in, but that was more or less like in East New York. Um, it's hard for me to just pick up on them just like that. Mm -hmm. um, they used to have uh, toy factories out in in Canarsie, mm -hmm. you know. But basically. You understand uh, that, but that's about all that I remember. Uh, I know that we used to have a Brooklyn Apollo here, you know. But where, uh, where was that? Uh, it was on Fulton Street, uh, Fulton and Bedford. You know that used to be uh, the Brooklyn Apollo, not. That, but everybody spoke about the Manhattan Apollo. Mm -hmm. You know, um, as far as uh, we used to go downtown Brooklyn to the, the what is that? What was that? The RKO. Uh, that was another place where we went to hear our, our, uh, our music uh, entertainers, you know. Um, basically, they came to Brooklyn, you understand, uh, if, if they didn't get to the Apollo, um, uh, the Apollo in Manhattan, they would come to Brooklyn. This way you didn't have to do too much traveling, 
How much saying? was the admission to the Brooklyn apartment? Oh boy, it was. Right now we would call it dirt cheap, <laughs> but still we had to. We was trying to you know slip in uh, as kids. Um, oh, that's what it was. The Albi. The, mm-hmm. the Albi down downtown Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. That used to be another vendor with that, that you know movies and and uh, musical events. Um, the amount that they were charging at that time maybe have been maybe have been about five dollars, and that was for the front row seats. You know. did, did you shoe shine for that? Oh no, that the shoe shine stopped uh, stopped when it stopped uh, earlier in my life. When with these vendors here, you understand, I was more or less uh, somewhere around eleven, twelve, you know, trying to slide in to see see what I could see, you know. Acquisitive uh, young black man. <laughs> yeah. well, what were some of the performances that you saw? Oh, yeah, we seen Percy Sledge. Um, uh, one time we seen, um, well, basically everybody in that era. Uh, Percy Sledge. Um, uh, what was that? Sam and Sam and Dave. Um, well, of course, Aretha and them. You know, as they came through, Smokey Robinson. You know, um, Temptations. You know, everybody that came to the Manhattan Apollo came to Brooklyn Apollo. It wasn't that much of a difference, you know. It was just a different borough, you know. And then, because uh, right now, that movie, that uh, the Apollo, is called The Slave here on, here on Fulton Street. As a matter of fact, I still think they have the sign up, Slave. Mm-hmm. They call it Slave. And then it uh, didn't, didn't work out after, after the Apollo closed. They named it Slave. And then... They had different venues in there, you know, um, and that's that's right across the street from the Muslim Muslim temple, you know. So it kind of changed the neighborhood up a little bit, you know. Um, in a way, you understand. I wish the old days were still here, but change is the one thing that you have to get comfortable with, you know, because that's something that's frequent, you know, and constant, you know. So if you're not comfortable with change, you won't be comfortable with life, you know. So, so that's my view. You understand? We, as a kid, I used to run through Prospect Park. You understand? Uh, at that time, they had a, they had the, they had the horses out there, and I picked up a summer job at one time. You know, grooming the horses, and then I grew to taking them out on the trails. You know, but it was it's all about, you know, it's all about uh, venturing out. You know, seeing what you can, you understand what, what can I do with my days? Because at that time, there, you had you had a lot of parks and stuff to go to, but the finances, especially if you're raised by a single mother, you understand. You know, she's hard. You know, there's not that much uh, money floating around. So if you need something, you had to go to work. Mm-hmm. And my wants was bigger than my mother's purse, <laughs> so I had to go to work. You know. Um, and uh, I guess that's what triggered me to, to drop out of school and go to work, you know. So, you know, to help with the family and stuff. And then moms, she had her own way of teaching too. <coughs> she would say, okay, you, you're a teenager. You either go into school, you go into service, or you go into work, or you're going out of my house. And those, and there was no, there was no getting around that. She didn't want, she didn't, she said, she would lead me to the front door. 
and showed me the name on the door and said, this door says Ida Washington. Mm -hmm. When you get to tell me what you want to do and what you're going to do, your name will be on that door. And that's from a strong black woman, you know. And I appreciate that till the very day, you know, because she gave me my work ethic, you know. You know, you will not just sit around and wait for things to happen. You will go out and make it happen. Are you the only child? No, I have a sister, you know. You know, so you understand with a house with two women, you understand you're known to be the man of the house and to, you know, at, certain, at, the, at, the, at the proper time that moms gives you the right to be the man of the house, you know. So, you know, in 65 years, you understand, I thank God for, you know, you know, so that's my tour. Have you um, visited the library? Um, there's quite a few times I've been, been down to uh, down to the library, the main library at Brooklyn, mm -hmm. uh, by Prospect uh, Prospect Park, mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, coming up, we used to go to the uh, Brooklyn Children's Museum. That's on New York Avenue, and you know, so um, like I said, I wasn't much of an academic person. You understand? I was more or less hands-on. Mm -hmm. You know, I went to. Uh, I went to the city to the history of natural, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, natural history. You know, and uh, the classes that uh, when I when I did attend the school, you understand those were the places that the trips that they used to take us. It opened up my eyes to a lot of things, and the other one with the astrology, mm -hmm. with the stars, you know, kind of sparked my interest in certain things. You know, so. But um, like I said, um, back then. You understand, uh, it was a whole different uh, era, different vibe, you understand? What was the vibe? Well, the vibe food was different the food, the, the, people. Call, the people. It was more, it was more, more or less like a village, you know? People cared about each other, you know? You did, uh, at that point, uh, respect, courtesy, you understand? Love, you understand, uh, uh, was floating around so freely, you understand? Uh, it would be, it would be somebody's bad day if we stood around and we used bad language around an elder, you understand? And it wouldn't come from the elder, it would come from us, you understand? You know, we corrected each other, you understand? Because that could be your mother, you understand? So, so that's, you understand? what we're missing today, you know, is the fact is, is that, okay, you don't know this person, but this person has age, and that age demands respect, you understand? You know, and that's what's going on now, you understand? Uh, right now, my, my goal is, is to talk to a lot of young men, you understand, around this, uh, in this era. I've coached basketball. Once again, I didn't know anything about coaching. But we had two or three championship teams. Wow. You understand? What's the name of your team? Well, we played for the for the for the church, you know, Universal Baptist Church. You know. Who's that? Uh, that's on that's uh, seven forty two Jefferson Avenue. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, my sister's uh, church too. She's right across the street. <laughs> you know, um, you know, there's there, like I said, uh, just to get a message across to them. You understand? Because right now, you understand. There's a hopelessness out there amongst the young men, you know. Uh, when you look around and you see a bunch of men, a bunch of 
young men walking around with a belt on and their pants falling down. That is saying something, you know, and it ain't about style, you understand? Because why would you wear, why would you wear a belt with your pants hanging down and you gotta pull them up every two seconds? It's, it's, it's a thing like, it's a, it's a message that they're crying out to saying, look at me, I'm here. And they don't know how to voice it, you understand? Mm -hmm. So the elders have to pick it up and find a way. This is how we found a way, my brother, my brother-in-law and I found a way through basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, you bait the hook. Mm -hmm. Once they get into the basketball, then you get into them. And you find out a way of giving them information. Mm. And once you give them the good information, they come back for mm. more answers mm. to more problems. Mm. You know, because most of the most of the minority homes are run by single women, mm. which I love and, and I praise today. Mm. You understand? Because without the without without their sacrifice, we would really be lost. Mm. You know. And it's to talk to the brothers, you know, the older brothers. You know, get back into the game, you know. It ain't lost yet, you know. But that's what life is about, you know. And as we grow, you understand, we'll be able to accept, you understand, and learn to disagree without violence. You know, we, uh, we, we agree to disagree, you understand, you know, and let God search, you know, straighten it out, you know. That's what happened in Florida. You understand? It's because certain people figure that they can stamp out, you understand, what they don't believe. You understand? But this world was put here for all of us. And if we don't recognize that, if your world does not conflict with mine in a physical way or handicap my world, then I have nothing but love for you. You understand? But that's not my way. That's a way of you understand, solving the problem. If you want to sit down and we can go through it, you understand, fine. If we don't find an answer, fine. But the answer lies in God, because he knows all. He made all of this. And if you think that this fabulous world is learning so much, you understand, so fast, and you think that this is all God has to offer, you're sadly mistaken. So, you know. That's where I think. Um, you said a lot, and I appreciate your your um, your willingness to interview. Is there um, one last thing you want to say about Brooklyn or Bed Stuy? Or? Well, I I was uh, you know at one time I was I was all for it. You know they used to have a slogan for Bed Stuy, Bed Stuy do or die, mm -hmm. and they're changing it now. You know, you know. Um, I'm sure that the statement was made, you understand, in a positive way, you know. You know, in other words, you understand, no matter what happens, you understand, we're going to get through, you understand. I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what they're trying to say now, you know. <laughs>